The Crotchety Old Man Podcast is not a registered investment, legal, or tax advisor, or a broker-dealer. All investment financial opinions expressed by or on the Crotchety Old Man Podcast are from the personal research and experience of the owner of the site and are intended as educational material. Although best efforts are made to ensure that all information is accurate and up-to-date, occasionally unintended errors and misprints may occur. Before you invest or make any investment-based decisions, consider your own personal circumstances. You should do your own research and seek advice from a financial professional. Well, 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 here it is again, another Thirsty Thursday with the crotchety old man. Gentlemen, this morning, ladies and gentlemen, I should say this morning, we got in the studio again as my main man, Paul, PC Clemens, and George Crumley. George, what are we talking about today? Hey, Gary, happy Thursday. You know, we've had a couple of uh, sessions and we've been talking about uh, holistic medicine. Um, Paul's been enlightening us on some very, very good information on how to take care of yourself in this world today. And so that, you know, you've got this money and you, you'll have time and to spend it in, in your golden years. So today we're going to actually talk about that, the cost of wellness versus the cost of disease. So, uh, Paul, you go ahead and take it away and, and, and lead us in that discussion. All right. Well, let's first of all. Uh, happy Thursday, gentlemen and uh, ladies and everybody out there listening to the podcast. The cost of um, wellness versus the cost of disease. Let's take the cost of disease. We're spending, the United States spends $4.1 trillion on the cost of disease and health. Okay. They've got it. They've got it narrowed down right to the, the 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 dollar, and the pennies. What what it costs to replace your heart, kidneys, and everything else. And I think we had we I touched upon this in a previous episode that the heart is the is the is the most um, uh, expensive organ that we have in our bodies, at a hundred and at a hundred and uh, well at a million dollars at a million dollars. We spend on average, keeping our health in order as it relates to Western medicine, we spend on average $12,500 every every year, okay? Now, when you, when you, when you, when you look at that, you, 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 you look at that on a, on a, on a personal level naturally, but let's look at that. Let's look at how it's exponentially affecting the community at large okay when you when you look at let's say let's say you got you got five million people in a, in, a, in a community like Atlanta Georgia for instance all right and you're looking at all these people spelling spending these twelve thousand five hundred dollars per annum per year okay that's a lot of money versus if we looked at things a little bit more holistically, it would cut our costs. For instance, um, somebody out there has diabetes. They're spending a lot of money on insulin. Insulin, insulin, the cost of pills goes up sometimes 300%. 300%. Okay? Now, if you just went to the holistic side, how much is it for a cost 
to, to buy some cinnamon. Okay. Or if you go to the, if you go to the aisle in the grocery store and you buy bitter melon, bitter melon is the, looks like a, a long shriveled up uh, uh, cucumber. Okay. The, the reason I'm, I'm using this example is because bitter melon and cinnamon, cinnamon regulates your blood sugar. So if your blood sugar is high, the cinnamon is going to, is going to make the body, make the blood sugar lower. If it's low, Conversely, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna naturally raise the blood sugar. Bitter melon takes away the bitter melon takes away the 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 uh, diabetes completely. Of course, you know when you look at diabetes, you gotta look at diet because diet is what affects that. So let's look at the cost of foods that we gotta spend in order to stay healthy. Now. Holistic health is no cheap thrill. I mean, it costs when you think in terms of looking at buying stuff organically or whatever the case might be, uh, you're, you're, you're talking about an extreme amount of money. But when you think in terms of the cost of disease, it, it is nowhere in comparison with the cost of disease. You know, um, go ahead, Gary. You know, for PC that that hits a, a nail right on the head because again i got to go back to when i look at you know the cost that even during the pandemic it was always everything that was promoted about take the shot take the shot take the shot you got to have a shot or you die but nobody and i mean no one particularly in the you know the national publications news media what have you none of them mentioned about taking vitamin c getting your vitamin D, taking your zinc, eating better, doing any of these things that even ward off the flus and other diseases. Which brings me to this fact or point. There's more profit in the treatment of diseases than there are in the cure of any diseases. Hallelujah. Say it again, Gary. Say it again. <laughs> there's more treatment. I mean, there's that's where the profit is. Right. Because and when I looked in the hospitals, they were all crying all across the nation. The hospital was saying, hey, we're losing money with all these COVID patients in these hospitals because they're taking up all the beds. And so we can't do any surgeries. Do you guys know that that's the prof that's the revenue generator of hospitals? Absolutely. Performing surgeries, whether it's hip replacement, gallbladder movements, you name it. That's where the money is when it comes you know, to with the cost of health and wealth. And so from that perspective, that if you're making money off of treatments, there's no incentive to cure any diseases. And, you know, it's interesting you mentioned that because let's let's take the pandemic, for instance. Great, 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 great example. So when 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 the pandemic took away the monetizing of these of these surgeries, they monetized the mad pandemic. And how do they do that? If the other the other avenue for hospitals making money is research. Okay. Mm. So now, so now, so now, so now, so now you got a you got a situation that's taking away the monetization of the main function of the hospital. So how do we monetize this pandemic? First of all, if the person comes in and they have a symptom and 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 uh, and uh COVID 
uh, mimics all kinds of respiratory symptoms. Doesn't necessarily mean you have COVID, but but the primary the primary um, the primary hit that uh, COVID has is with the respiratory. So when people came into the hospital and they had uh, any kind of respiratory function that they could prove, what did they do? They named it COVID. You got you got thirteen hundred dollars off of every COVID diagnosis. Mm. So now they're promoting the doctors in hospitals to they're they're, they're almost coercing you to 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 have to have a COVID diagnosis so they can get this thirteen hundred dollars for every diagnosis. You have pneumonia. Let's say it's viral pneumonia. Let's say there's a virus that creates the pneumonia, which it, which there is. Um, they'll name it COVID. Okay, for every person that has to go on a respirator, they get uh, sixty thousand dollars, whether you have COVID or not, as long as you can prove that it's respiratory. Blah blah blah, and then ultimately, if you die. And cause of death could be attributed to COVID. You get a million dollars. Hi, this is Paul with the Crotchety Old Man. Hey, if you like what you're hearing from the Crotchety Old Man podcast, hit that subscribe or follow button on Google, Spotify, or iHeartRadio podcasts. You can also send us feedback or topics you would like to hear discussed. Send us your comments to info at the crotchety old men podcast.com. Once again, that's info at the crotchety old men podcast.com or visit our website at www the crotchety old men podcast for previous episodes. So that's how they that's how they monetized off the pandemic. Dad, these are some slick uh, 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 willies that they got out here in the medical field. You better believe it because it didn't take them that long to figure out how to do that. You know what I mean? So, so it sounds like, uh, from an investment perspective, I guess I should have some, some type of medical in my stock portfolio because it sounds like that's where the growth is always going to be. And, you know, uh, right, George, we need to look at medical REITs. You got REITs that that that's that 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 deal just with medical um facilities uh you you got you got reach that deal with doctors offices you got reach to deal with um with um uh, uh uh medical facilities to do research out of them uh a, a lot of reach that's a, that 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 is a good investment especially during this pandemic age that we have because that's not going away anytime soon i don't think Yeah. Well, you know, um, when you think in terms of the, as you mentioned, Paul, the REITs and things of that nature, I know, George, you were about to um, go in a direction in terms of that financing, in terms of uh, how that really uh, works in regards to your investments. And so help us, help me tie that into that, you know, as you're about to go down that path and investing. Well, you know, we, we talk about that, uh, normally as far as having a balanced portfolio i mean that's so mm-hmm. important 
um, that you, you know, you have something in your portfolio that's not going to take you to a situation where you're over uh, burdened with uh, like a lot of tech stock or you're overburdened with a lot of uh, growth stock. You want to have something that's going to be more stable. And it sounds like some of these medical uh, stocks associated with that, you know, anywhere from a pharmacy to uh, different um types of exploratory medicate medicine or some of the uh, other research or, you know, R and D firms and things like that, you know, will also balance your portfolio. So those are obviously some things that you definitely want to look at when you balance your portfolio. So, you know, one of the kind of rule of thumbs is like I say, is you want to invest in things that will allow you to sleep comfortably at night. And you also want to invest in things that, you know, make sense to you that you commonly use, that you commonly, you know, look at. So those are the kind of things that you want to look at and then do your research and see what the track record of some of these companies, because some of these companies, you know, like your Pfizer's and, and some of the other companies, they've been in business for, for quite a long time. So they have a pretty good track record uh, when you look at, you know, their stock performance over the year, year in and year out. So, you know, those that's definitely, you know, something you want to look at when you're building your portfolio. Absolutely. You know, Paul, you mentioned about the REITs and you're spot on with that because you have REITs that specialize in specific um, medical sectors, let's say. Um, Let's take, for instance, the dialysis, for instance. You have these uh, um, dialysis clinics, your national known clinics, obviously your DaVita dialysis and your Fresenius, and you have those other ones, you know, in your neighborhoods or what have you. And uh, to the point where we're talking about the government spending trillions of dollars uh, for these services, we're finding, I've seen now that some of the, the, the Medicare and the Medicaid patients, the amount of money that's being allocated toward just dialysis alone is, is, is enormous. And so what's happening now, the CMS is wanting to find ways where they can pull back on that. Because, Paul, to your point, the cost of, of replacing a kidney is far greater than the treatment of kidney disease, okay? And so what's happening now is that the CMS is looking at that and saying, well, wait a minute, if it costs, you know, and a person that's on a dialysis, let's back up just for a second. It's imperative that they get their kidneys clean at least three times a week or they perish. The only right. solution to that is either getting a new kidney or this dialysis is only going to last for so long. And so going back to the holistic piece of that, that you mentioned in several other episodes is that taking care of your kidneys, either do it. As I think there used to be something about Midas Muffler say, you can either pay us today and uh, a little bit, as you alluded to, or you can pay us a whole heck of a lot more later on if you let this problem go or if you don't understand how to you know, treat it or even prevent it. Absolutely. Yeah. Pay yeah. me now. Pay me later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Same thing. You know, it, it, it's here again, you know, I, I can't uh, overemphasize the importance of good health. And uh, one of the things we haven't touched upon, which I'm sure falls in that uh, holistic realm is, is exercise. You know, it's absolutely that you get your daily dose, you know, for me, you know, it's an hour a day. Uh, getting getting the heart rate up to you know in the one thirties, one thirty five, and holding it there for a few minutes, and and uh, making sure, you know, that I'm getting that cardio. It's you know, it's about all about stretching. You know, it's all about uh, making sure that that um, you're doing these kind of things on a day to day basis. Um, so so this, this so when you look at holistic medicine, uh, PC, does that 
Does that kind of fall in that realm? Is there a certain here again balance? Whereas you're you're throwing in, a, you know, you, we've talked about the herbs, we've talked about um, some of those things. We talked about the eye and diagnosis. So also, is there a a portion of that that deals with uh, the types of exercise that you can, absolutely you want to get involved in? You you hit the nail on the head, George, when you were talking about the heart rate at one thirty. You you definitely want when you're when you're at work. You want your heart rate between 130 and 140 and at rest between 110 and 120. Your pulse rate, you want your pulse rate to be between, I'd say, maybe, what, 70 and 85, you know, uh, 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 while you're at work. What, is, what does that do? What does that do medically speaking? Well, it, it, it quite naturally, we're talking about the, hump, the, the heart pumping. Well, the heart sends the blood what does the blood have in it that's crucial to us it, it's it's the blood is oxygenated and so you want your blood to be oxygenated rich with oxygenation and the way to do that is through exercise and getting that heart rate up to where the heart will oxygenate that blood where it's oxygenated rich and that that helps to keep disease from from um from occurring in your body as well but uh, but yeah, you hit the nail right on the head, George, and your numbers were spot on. Doctor Crumbly, <laughs> <laughs> I presume. <laughs> spot on. <laughs> you know when I when I look at these, when I look and listen, um, you know, just like we talk about stocks and 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 we in giving advice. We always say, you know, do your homework, you know, investigate, you know, do your research. And, you know, one of the segments we're going to talk about, we're going to take a, a, a particular stock and we're going to go over the balance sheet. And we're going to tell you tell you about some you know, particular indicators. But um, and then we look at the same way as health. You know, when you go to the you know, your physician and you get your normal checkup, you know, you may want to take a trip to the, uh, the local um, vitamin store, you know, health food store. And, but you got to you got to do your research there, too. You got to read the labels and see, you know, how these vitamins are compounded and, you know, how they're they're made, what's in them, uh, because, you know, you, you can just reach in and grab something off the shelf, but it may not, you know, have the, the necessary ingredients that are really going to treat the things that you're trying to to do. So I guess the, the bottom line is research, 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 you know, treat these things personal. Don't, don't just grab it off the shelf and just think that it's going to do something because, the advertising says it's going to do that. You know, read this stuff, read magazines, read health magazines, you know, understand what's really going on with your body. Because like I said, without your health, you know, your money means nothing. Without your money, your health means nothing. So you got to have both of them together. You know, it's it's um, it's a combination. It's a balance that you have to have in life. You know, if, 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 and so if this information is good to you, make sure you make sure you subscribe to the Crotchety Old Man podcast. Like I said before, you can find us on Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio. You know, listen in. And because each week we're going to give you more nuggets. We're going to try to give you some information that's going to help you, you know, live a better life. Um, you know, here, here again, because, you know, we've lived this. You know, we've done this. You know, we, we're lucky enough and fortunate enough to, to reach that age where, you know, we can enjoy life. And uh, we just want to pass this information on to those that are listening and and uh, and pray that this information will, you know, be helpful to you also. So uh, with that said, I'm going to let Paul kind of sum up, you know, his conversation today. And uh, we, I'm going to keep on looking forward to this every Thursday. What you got for me, Paul? Hey, 
my motto for 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 this closeout of this particular uh, 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 episode would be: if it feels nice, do it twice. You know, uh, <laughs> it's something you want to keep. You know, your health, like you said, George, is very important. So, you know, if you're feeling good, you want to keep feeling good. So you want to keep doing the things that it gets you to that good feeling. Gary? Absolutely. Well, you know, <clears throat> stress is one of the big factors, too, in, in maintaining a good health. And um, to minimize that the best you can is certainly will add towards your longevity. But I'm going to close with this one. One of the happiest moments in life is when you can find the courage to let go of things that you cannot change. Let it go. There you go. Yeah, yep. Absolutely. There you go. Rapping, hey, you know, let go of stuff. Right. right? Don't, because whatever, uh, uh, whatever you hold within, and I think you use one of those holistic terms, Paul, that I can't recall, recall, but I know it eats you on the inside. You hear people say, oh, that's eating me up and stuff. And literally, <laughs> yeah. we have to be careful what we say because you say what you have when you say what, you know, when you open your mouth. So, you know, that's, that's right. another thing. That's a whole, like you say, Paul, that's a whole nother episode right. on be careful what you say, what comes out of your mouth. Because creation's in the spoken word. God said, let there be. And Absolutely. Boom. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> Peace. Peace. <laughs>